time to dust off your starter jackets, rip off those tearaways and blow into your game cartridges. I'm Sam Blanford. I'm Pat Sellers. I'm Simon Blanford. And I'm Sean Kelly. And we wish it was the 90s. Hello, dear listeners. And sincerest apologies for the lack of content of late. Uh, those, uh, those winter sniffles have really bogged the podcast crew down and... I guarantee you that is a hundred percent related to us being a bunch of fathers. <laughs> uh, today uh, we, we're going into a really special topic um, that Simon's going to talk about in a minute. But just off the top, I'd like to um, say welcoming us back. You could do that with um, by sharing us with your friends and maybe giving us a five star review or a comment here or there, or hit us on the socials. And we really do appreciate it. Um, we're uh, we're now on um, on the new well, we're on X these days. Twitter is dead. Rest in peace, Twitter. But we've also joined um, Zuckerberg's version of Twitter. Um, mm. What's it called? What's it called? Threads. 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 We're threading. Nice. Much like the needle on a well-sewn sports jersey. Over to you, Simon. <laughs> He's done it. Just when you think we couldn't get any more professional, you <laughs> bust out a segue like that. That's outstanding. Yeah, I think I'm kind of surprised we haven't done this already. The best 90s sports uniforms. This could probably be a three or four party. You could do worst sports uniforms in the 90s because there are plenty of those as well we all four of us were kind of obsessed with sports then and then and also now but those sports uniforms are pretty loud and they sort of captured the imagination of lots and lots of people so we figured it would be a really really good idea to delve into the best sports uniforms of the 1990s worldwide so it's a really exciting podcast for for myself how it's going to work and I'm sure the other three will correct me if I'm wrong, but we will count down our top five and we'll just go round table and discuss what, it, what the jersey looked like or what the uniform looked like and why we loved it, what we sort of associate with that jersey, which players perhaps or memories. And at the end, we'll go over some honourable mentions as well, ones that didn't quite make the cut, but we think should absolutely... Um, talked about um do you think i missed anything guys there to um in that little intro nah Nah, hang on i guess a question i've got is um what did you guys look for were you looking for um really pat maybe you could go first um really bad jerseys or like memorable jerseys or um like really really cool looking jerseys because bad and cool also could go together a uh, bit of a mixture, and then it was just more ones that were personally memorable. Mm. Um, but I, I found like, especially when we first um, started discussing this, um, I was almost thinking like beyond the jerseys or the actual sports uniforms themselves straight away, and you're you're thinking about all the other kit that you had, whether it's t-shirts, hats, you know, your old bum bags and that sort of thing. Um, <laughs> and so I all sort of had a, you know, it, it, it sort of got, went into everything. Um, but it was more around the memories for me. Um, so, like, I, I haven't selected what I think are just, like, genuinely 
the best in terms of design. It's more about uh, a couple of them was per- more personal ones that probably not going to be on anyone else's top five, but the other ones I just think hold uh, a lot of memories from the 90s that I think should be in there. Yeah, I, and I, I went, for example, if you went for talk about the best, you know, you, so if, if someone's done this, that's great, and I'm not going to judge them. But so, for example, the Boston Celtics jersey is one of the more iconic jerseys in the history of all sports. But for me, uh, that really hasn't changed throughout history. That's been the same jersey. So to me, that's not really synonymous with the 90s. Yeah, you, you're a mug if you put the Celtics. Yeah, well, sure, sure, but there, there might be another jersey on there that hasn't changed that much. But that team may have been more synonymous with the '90s than the Celtics. You know, the the Rick Fox, Dino Raja Celtics um, <laughs> probably weren't the most memorable in the '90s. So that's that's just another thing I sort of thought about. What's more, sort of more iconically '90s as opposed to throughout history. Yeah, I think I I did a a combination of what you guys have said. So I. I put down a whole long list of jerseys I really liked from the 90s. And then I've sort of, I think what I've whittled myself down to is jerseys that when I see them, I think of the 90s. Or if someone asks me to think of a team, I picture their 90s jersey. That's sort of how I thought that, that's what makes it iconic is it's, it's what I think of either from that era or generally speaking that team. The other thing I did was I didn't double up on sports because um, there's a couple of sports categories that I know we're going to talk about where I found it really, really, and I could have picked three or four just from that sport. Mm-hmm. Um, probably a bit like Pat me- mentioned quite selfishly because, you know, I watched a whole lot of rugby league growing up. It's a great segue, Sean. Mm. Um, so should we go in the order that we introduced ourselves, um, just to make it easy for Simon? Thanks, mate. Um, and it's a good segue, Sean, because I actually thought the best category of jersey slash uniforms were the 90s league jerseys. Um, and my number five is... Yeah, I have cheated a couple of times on this list, all right? And here's one of them. The 1990 to 1994 Canberra Raiders, which mm. featured a Video Easy sponsor early in the 90s and then changed to Canberra Milk. Uh, both similar jerseys, lime green with a sponsor across the front. Three-quarter sleeves, which was the style at the time, um, with <laughs> blue, yellow, and white stripes on the sleeves. Uh, some names that come to mind are Kenny Nagus, uh, Laurie Daly, Brett Mullen, and Ruben Wickey in the centres. Outstanding. Yeah, you could name the whole team, couldn't you? Couldn't you? What a pick. What a pick. They win the There's... Winfield Cup in 93 with the uh, milk jersey. Yeah, I think Tina I think... Turner was there, wasn't she? Was that 94? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. She had a good, like, five-year run every year, wasn't she? <laughs> Yeah, R.I.P. R- R- Quentin Pongier, of course. Uh, mm. Him and John Lomax were, were the uh, props in that team. That was one of my honourable mentions, and I actually, I'm really glad you mentioned. If you do have a chance to look it up, loyal listeners, that white slash blue slash yellow slash white on the sleeve, it just, it just looks cool. Yeah, it's real cool. Yeah, this uh, looks flows like a, that, 
this flows really nicely into my number five, which um, in part of my explanation, I mentioned that Canberra Raiders milk is probably a bit more uh, recognisable. You know, it's probably a bit bigger for the 90s than my selection. Um, but out of, there was there was two in that era where um, it's quite interesting with Lee. You always remember the sponsors that were splashed on the front. Um, and I grew up a big fan of uh, Matthew Ridge. And so I had the the uh, manly big Pepsi logo. Yeah. We went on a family holiday and managed to get one duty-free and got home and I got, got the old lady to uh, iron on a blue number one. Yeah, very good. Sean's blue number it. one on the back so that I could be uh, Matthew Ridge. And I think it was only a matter of weeks later that uh, Matthew Ridge then signed with the Warriors. So for the next few years, I had to pretend that I was a massive fan of Shannon Nevin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, that's a great rant. Shannon Nevin, that is a deep dive into manly folklore. Um, Sean Bob was just uh, holding up his Pepsi manly jersey that he just showed with number seven on the back, which depending on... What year? I mean, that was probably two V at that point before it burned it went into hooker, or um, I would say. Yeah, well, believe it or not, uh, in 1996, when I got that jersey, I had a strawberry blonde bowl cut, and living in Ginger Denial, I thought I was blonde, and I thought I was Jeff Tuvey. <laughs> Most people you could be. Um, um, sorry, did, did it either of you? So, have we got three manly fans on the podcast? Yeah, yeah, we do. Is either of you? I, I, know, I had Pepsi. But I had seagulls I, in my honourable mention. Yeah, I've got. I've actually got. I've got P and O in my honourable mentions. Uh, probably just because I have a P and O manly jersey. I know the one. I've seen you wear it well. Yep. Yeah. About eight sizes too big. But um, <laughs> yeah, my my P and O manly is a prized prized jumper. And yeah, that was my. I have that on my honourable mentions. But obviously, the Pepsi jersey is a classic too. Um, and now it's mine. Um, I'm going to go non rugby league. Just, just to be nutty, and I'm going to go. This, this, this team had this jersey until 1994, mm. and it was worn by a very young Dikembe Mutombo. Oh, I know exactly what it is. And also Mahmoud Abdul Rauf, and it was a Denver Nuggets jersey that was white, um, but it had. This or blue, depending on the home and away, and they had the Denver Nuggets skyline in these sort of um, highlighted colours. Kind of more famous, I'd probably guess, an 80s jersey with Alex English and Kiki Vandeweghe and those guys, but this is a special, special jersey. Denver Nuggets 1993. If you have a look at that, um, it is a beautiful jersey. Um, so Denver Nuggets, 1993 jersey with the Denver skyline in the background. Sorry, yeah, Dikembe Motombo, bright blue, absolutely fantastic jersey. Honourable mention. Yeah, I've just pulled it up. That's a that's a ripper. That's a ripper. Rainbow stripes, rainbow stripes horizontally um, across the across the chest as well. Lovely touch, lovely jersey. Wore, wore it from '85 to '93, so more of an '80s jersey. Um, oh, so there it is. Oh, yeah, well. that is good. Yeah, no, yeah. fair, fair. That's why it's only number five. If it was if it was all '90s, it might be really, really high up my list. But that's why it only reaches number five. And it's honourable mention for you too, Sam. Was it? Yeah. Good to hear. Go on, Bob. Okay. 
Uh, for my number five pick, um, I went a little bit outside the box here, but um, when, when referencing things that where I look at and I see, I instantly think of the 90s. I went with the assorted red, white, and blue lycra worn by the American gladiators. <laughs> nice. Um, nice. Yeah, I'm not sure. You know, I know you guys have had me on about um, wrestling before, but I thought American gladiators, that, that felt like a sport to me. And it's, and it's actually a team, you know. Yeah. It's, it's the gladiators, you know, so I think that's a really, really, really good shout. You need to do an episode. Not an honorable mention for me because I didn't think of it, but, you know, still happy with that. Excellent. Um, <clears throat> I did toss up between that or the um, the black and green spray paint of D-Generation X, but I knew uh, professional wrestling doesn't sit well with you fellas. <laughs> uh, um, I'm going on to my number four. And I stick with the NBA and the, I cheated again here. Um, I have two different teams, but the reason I have two different teams is they were both expansion teams in 1995, um, both very similar jerseys. I have the uh, Vancouver Grizzlies and Toronto Raptors in their inaugural seasons. Uh, Vancouver Grizzlies, aqua slash teal slash turquoise with white Grizzlies across the front. And the best part was the trim, which was oh, like the this trim. little... Bear paw prints um, and a large Grizzlies logo on the shorts. I remember Big Country Bryant Reeves wearing that in his first year. Um, and Toronto was uh, purple with black pinstripes. Large Velociraptor across the front, which maybe Jurassic Park was quite um, big at the time. Fill you, I'll, I'll fill you in on that part of it. Yep. Yeah, and uh, I remember Damon Stoudemire wearing that uh, in the early days. I definitely had the Raptors as an honourable mention. Yeah, I had the Grizzlies as an honourable mention. Just want to put, add something to about that Grizzlies one there, Sam, because that's a great call. It was one of mine. There's actually this ridiculously massive Grizzly bear on the shorts as well. Mm. Um, it's fantastic. And the Toronto Raptors, to add to that Jurassic Park thing, so the, there's never really been much evidence of Raptors and being in Toronto, but... That they came out in 95, I think, was that expansion draft, or, yep. or 96. But anyway, Jurassic Park was huge, and it was a fan vote on the name. And just because the movie Jurassic Park was big, now, 27 years later, they are still called the Raptors, despite there's no link at all to Raptors in Toronto, just Jurassic Park. That's not too bad. Enough. The Utah is called the Jazz because of where the team started. There's not a whole bunch of, you know... <laughs> Jazz fans in the Mormon community, I don't think, but and the Los and the Los Angeles Lakers are uh, you know from Minneapolis, and there's no no mm, lakes to be seen good. in Los Angeles, so it's some terrible names in the NBA. Um, my number four is I think this is uh, also going to you know slide into that area of probably cheating uh, in one way because <laughs> a lot of the the main reference probably starts in the late '80s. And it's also one of the team uniforms that basically hasn't changed ever, similar to what you're talking about for Boston. But what it did do was filter all the way through um, pop culture from the late 80s all the way through the 90s and still is today. Uh, and basically that was down to NWA. So I've got the Oakland Raiders um, mm. as one of the key, 
key um, sports uniforms for the 90s. No specific year. It was, you know, probably the, the uh, bomber jackets and your caps were probably bigger than, than the jersey itself. But, um, yeah, Oakland Raiders been on four. So much street cred if you're wearing that round. You say that uh, through to today, but they are now the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's ah, awesome. I'd love to go to a game in Vegas. That'd be nice. That's a great shout, Pat. I've got nothing nothing to add to that. That's wonderful. And silver and black, absolutely epic uniform. Um, well, I'm going back to the – when I'm up my number four pick, I'm going back to the rugby league well um, – Mm. With a little bit of little bit of similarities with Sam's actually, uh, with expansion teams. Um and my number four pick with ver- picture these vertical stripes down the chest. Yellow, black, black, red, black, <laughs> yellow. And then for some reason at the chest those stripes just stop and the rest of the jersey's white. With the and this is another reason that this has to be in the list as a '90s list. The big sponsor, Hash Converters, <laughs> the Western Reds of the uh, NRL slash ARL, short-lived team. Western Reds jersey as an expansion team was an absolute banger. Um, That's very good. And that that is my uh, number four jersey, and I just think yeah, that cash converters sponsor adds a little bit of a '90s factor to it as well. Yeah, that's outstanding. That's the the wacky Super League slash ARL era brought out some really bizarre teams slash jerseys. Yeah, that was so, that was like so bad. On, sorry, sorry, I don't I don't want to step on anyone's toes here, but the, I thought you were going to mention a different team there. Crushers had the worst jersey, had the most ridiculous jersey I have ever seen. I'm just about to South send it. South Queensland Crushers. I just sent it to our chat. Um, the cool. most ridiculous know. jersey. They tried to pull off the teal and did not. Teal, purple, and grey. Oh. oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's this, fair. This, this one's pretty bad. bad as well. I've got it up at the moment. That's red jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Well, sticking with the theme of rugby league, but definitely not bad jerseys, I've gone for a very specific, and again, the sponsor is important. The uh, 1992 Daryl Harrigan wearing City Bank North Sydney Bears <laughs> with the red, the black stripes, and the white. And I'll have you know something very special about this jersey. 1992 was also the first year that indoor cricket teams started wearing coloured shirts instead of whites. And a um, direct copy, but with green, gold and white, was created for Valley Indoor Sports, the first coloured indoor cricket shirt worn at a tournament. Wow. Wow. Very good. GK, love the bears. (laughs) Um, that, that's a wonderful choice and I, that was definitely an honourable mention for me, anybody else had that as an honourable mention Citibank North? Yeah I, and I own, also own that jersey, thanks to my, my cousin gave me that in the early 2000s um, that was such a good pick, I'll even forgive Bob for call, calling um, Daryl Halligan Daryl Harrigan um, I there. did do that, I, I did do that and I was like, did I just say that? And I, hope, <laughs> I was hoping no one noticed 
There's a few famous Harrigans in the 90s, to be fair, so that's, um, that's an understandable era. Um, Sam, are we up to number three? Yeah, and no, I reckon this is the first one we're going to have some crossover with. I hope. Um, now, I was three at the time, so I don't remember it, but I've seen lots and lots of highlights. Um, and this is, uh, this is uh, Aotearoa's own. Um, the 1992 Black Caps World Cup jer- uh, shirts. The grey uh, one with the flag on the shoulders? All grey, apart, yeah, apart from the single blue, green, red and white stripes across the shoulders. Oh, that's um, a... Interesting choices of colours, but awesome. Um, I had f- f- fond memories of, of watching those highlights. Deepak opening the bowling. You know, your great batches, your crows. Murphy sewers, um, yeah, iconic. Probably not as iconic as the beige, but um, I, I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, I, I had that in my honourables, but I, I left it out of my top five because I knew one of you cricket nerds would have bought it up. So, um, <laughs> yeah, and um, it's, it's in my honourables as well. Gen- just generally speaking, any of the grey kit they wore, um, they wore it till about '94, I think. Variations of it. And I'm just going to jump Pat in the queue because my number three is any 1992 Cricket World Cup jersey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Aussie was good too. But like if you look at, if you folks at home go to 1992 World Cup, go to images, and there's a picture. I think it looks like it's in Sydney. And every single jersey, that, that Pakistan light green, that England look like light blue, every it's the first ju- picture. Every jersey is fantastic. And for some reason, it shows how amateur things were. Dave Houghton from Zimbabwe, he's wearing a vest in the picture. And you can't even see the Zimbabwe. Like, it's just, that, that adds to it. But every single jersey from that World Cup was an absolute banger. And they all so have I, the red, green, and blue stripes. Ah, yes. so that must have been something to do with it, eh? Mm. Imran Khan, Aravinda De Silva, Graham Gooch, Alan Border. Not sure if that's Kepler Vessels or not. Muhammad Azar had done some absolute greats. I don't know the West Indies guy. Maybe Richie Richardson, I'd say. But yeah, um, all those jerseys, wonderful. So sorry to jump you in there, Pat, but I just thought I'd say exactly the same pick as Sam. No, that flows nicely. Yeah, I'm just pulling it up there. I actually never realised that was uh, it was kind of like a standard uh, design, just changing the colours, and they all had that. Um, I don't think they... I That's don't think cool. they stopped standardising the cricket jerseys until maybe the 2003 World Cup. I'm just bringing up 99. Ah, no. oh, no, that's 99. Because um, 95, they were definitely standardised with like a striped number. Well, you learn something every day. Uh, I'm going with my number three, uh, which I doubt anyone's got. And I don't reckon anyone will have an AB's jersey in here. But uh, I'm going mostly because. Uh, I always think of Christian Cullen always wearing this jersey. It's the white jersey, classic Steinlager, black collar from 94, 96 era. Um, it was quite interesting. I was like, I always think about that jersey and I always think of Christian Cullen. And I was like, I bet you if I Google him, that'll come up. And if you Google Christian Cullen, the first picture of him playing is in that white jersey. Um, also, Tana recently gave it to Aquaman. Um, I don't know if you saw that on his, the Tickety Talks. Fuck. 
Um, I would like to mention that in my notes, I oh, look, there it is, it is right there. In my notes, I have written down white Steinlager, All Blacks jersey, Christian Cullen. Very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Looks really good after a really good session on the, I have good Hawks base uh, splashed across the front of it. <laughs> um, I'm going to segue back to the cricket chat, um, but I went with the black on the bottom, teal on top, field, a fern in front, uh, black caps jersey that I think they started wearing in 1997. I didn't check the year. I know they wore it into the 2000s because Chris Kens was obviously famously wearing it when we won the ICC Knockout Champions Trophy. Yeah, I remember Glenn Soldsberger wearing that. That one was definitely yeah, a consider- consideration for me, Bob. And mm. still, I can't figure out whether I think I, I, I think that jersey's amazing looking or horrible looking. Like mm. I really have no idea. I don't have it hanging up, so I can't get it out. But I've definitely got the long sleeve knitted one day jersey in teal, full teal, with a. Heath Davis name on the back. Oh, it, yes. it's, it's uber 90s, that jersey as well, I think, is the key there. I think back I in think... the day we would have said it was oosh. <laughs> <laughs> or rad. Um, yeah. I think... I think John Key in the um, the flag referendum really missed a trick there, eh? I think if he oh. just kind of just used that... As one of the alternatives, that might they might have got it over the line. Yeah, you would have had a whole bunch of millennials voting for that. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. we all would have. Hundred mm, percent. Um, I think I just flip flop my one and two. Um, <laughs> I just love my number one, and it, no one else will have it. I guarantee it. Um, and I think you'll have this one, Sean. But the um, the '95 Auckland Warriors home BB Bitter sponsorship, uh, dark blue with the green red V's across the chest, and uh, and a bright red collar. Um, enjoyed watching Dennis Betts and Sean Hoppy and Gene Namu run around in that. Um, maybe Mark Ellis even. Um, yeah, absolutely fantastic jersey, and uh, I would buy one in a second today if I saw it going past me. I've looked it up recently to see if you could get it on like Trade Me or anything like that. I found one on Marketplace and I messaged the guy and said, how much? And he said, sorry, um, I sold it last week for $750. Oh, jeez. Wow. I I've got one in a vacuum pack somewhere. Give it, it to me. <laughs> it's definitely one of my honorable mentions i went with the Citibank bears over the warriors just because when i saw that jersey it smacked me in the face with a big 90s slap mm. but that is a yep. great jersey absolute ripper yeah that's in my honorables um my number like, two sorry i just wanted to go like when we go talk about it. random colors and putting random colors together no one ever thought well you know with a royal blue and a uh emerald green with a <laughs> splash of red no one ever thought that ellis mavericks <laughs> no that's right sorry Pat, as you were for your number two yeah um 
my number two, I've got a feeling this could be a lot of people's number one. I definitely initially was going to be my number one as soon as we thought of this. This is, the, this is what I thought of, and it definitely has both has a great team kit and definitely filtered through everything else. So you, I'm sure there'd be plenty of people out there that had a uh, Charlotte Hornets Velcro wallet. Um, so Charlotte Hornets throughout the 90s is, uh, is my number two pick. Just great kits, great uh, other um, supporters' gears as well with uh, just with that um, aqua teal colour with the purple. Um, just outstanding stuff and screams 90s. I don't want to say too much about it at the moment because I'll probably come back to it. I bet you will. <laughs> I yeah, mine, mine is um, mine. Mate's my number two. Also, um, I'll, I'll say I'll let Sean um, extemporise on the Charlotte Hornets '90s stuff because there's no there's no other man that can do it better than him. Um, so that was my number two, though, Pat. And I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, Sam, was that on your list at all? No. Were you? No. Controversial, but sure. Um, I'll let you take take away your number two, then, Bob. Knowing that I've said my number two, also. Mm-hmm. Jump before I jump into my number two, I'd just like to point out that Sam not putting the Hornets on his list is a real dick move. <laughs> Disrespecting the nineties. Yeah, uh, yeah. Typical contrarian Sam Blanford behaviour. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually quite mad. But anyway. My number two pick. Uh I've again I've gone off script a little bit. I'd like to describe the jersey to you first. It's predominantly green. It's got a really nice yellow trim. Um, but also with a hint of purple, um, you wear it out on the ice. Mm. The Mighty Ducks. It's my one. Which Mighty Ducks? Same. The ninety-two. Is that when it yeah. came out? Ninety-two, ninety-three. Yeah. Well, the Anaheim one... Mighty Ducks. Did yeah, they come 95. along after the movies? Yeah, yeah. Disney owned the team. Nutty. Mm. Yeah, I've actually gone there as my number one. Um, and I've I've just gone Anaheim. I haven't actually done the movie, which might be sacrilegious to some people, but um, I just think, as you say, the story of a team literally being named after a movie and a '90s movie that we loved, and yeah. it's just a cool jersey. It's such a cool jersey, such a cool logo, and you just can't get much more '90s. So that was my one, Bob, um, and same as yours, Pat. Likewise, yeah, yeah. I think you've. You've nailed it. It was Uber 90s. It was, it was Disney after they released the movie, which was a massive hit. Like I, I, like I said, I originally had thought Charlotte was going to be my number one, but after I had to think about that, I was like, that's got to be the number one sports uniform from the 90s is the Mighty Ducks um, or Anaheim. And the fact that that kind of permeated New Zealand culture where... You know, whereas every every playground in New Zealand in the 90s, people were playing basketball, you know, people, you know, playing pretend rugby league or rugby or whatever, and ice hockey was never even mentioned, really, yet that still was able to sort of uh, hit mainstream pop culture for us, I think shows a lot about just how how cool that design was and how big those movies and just, yeah, just how nice that looked. It's the strength of the flying V. Oh, dude. Um, yeah. I, I had them as uh, they were my number five. I bumped them out for Canberra Raiders. Um, 
you know, maybe I'm being a little con- contrarian. Uh, I didn't have the Hornets because I'd picked the Grizzlies, and I actually like the Grizzlies uniform better than the, the Hornets uniform. Sorry. Um, erroneous. Erroneous on both counts. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess it's just personal choice. Uh, this one... It is my, my, wrong. My number one is, yeah, look, we haven't talked, we haven't said any football jerseys. Not one. Mm. Um, An honourable mention, but I'm waiting. waiting. I'm say football, not NFL football. Soccer. I, I agree. Oh. Yep. Um, right. I do have a few NFL ones as well. Um, but my particular one is the England 1990, uh, 1996 Euro shirt. Specifically, the David Seaman worn goalkeeper kit. Yeah, that kit. Mainly that kit. red with the three lions uh, badge down the left. Bizarrely, had lime green, yellow, and purple squares haphazardly splashed all over it. Um, I think it was just oh, made more amazing by David Seaman's um, outstanding oh, moustache. Yeah. Um, that was something that came to mind as soon as Simon mentioned uh, the uh, the topic. Um, I just remember that. Da- I think David Seaman probably did wear a few odd ones, but this one really stuck in my mind. Look it up. It's ridiculous. What is it that? It is absolutely <laughs> insane. I've got a security in my life. This is... It's got the Lions logo supplemented on one side. I can't even work out what's on the other side. It was definitely designed in Microsoft Paint. (laughs) Did David was David Seaman prominently involved in the design of these jerseys? Because there's a few nutty ones he wore, and he kind of was a bit of a I don't know if a show off is the right word, but you know he had a big big personality, and he was in media afterwards. But that is a crazy jersey design, and the '96 jerseys are pretty crazy too, just the normal mm. ones. Yeah, agreed. all of the um, lots of the England shirts from the '90s are really awesome, um, but also terrible. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was the famous one where they had the, you know, they thought they were going to win, and as usual, they imploded. How do you want to do the um, the honourable mentions? Do you want to go through um, like sport by sport, or do you just want to um... just let Bob just to go back? To the, Bob, I think oh, hasn't done his the Hornets hasn't done his one, um, which we all know what it's going to be. But I'd love to hear Bob talk about it. That's two strikes for you on the Hornets, Sam. <laughs> I thought we all talked about the. He's Hornets. genuinely mad about that. <laughs> He's human. I've got a quote here from reputable sporting website, sportingnews.com, from renowned sports journalist Todd Radom. Radom? (laughs) In reviewing what made the uniform of the 90s so unique, we start with colours. Teal, silver, black, and purple to be precise. These were the defining pro sports colours of the decade. The roots of this lie in the wildly successful launch of the NBA Charlotte Hornets brand in 1988. The previous year, fashion designer Alexander Julian was hired to design uniforms for the expansion Hornets. His design captured the imagination of the American sports world. If ever there was a tipping point that brought American fashion and American sports together, this was it. Yeah. He just very, dropped his mind. Yeah. Um, I, I just a couple of things to add. I think also the 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 
the collection of players they had, you know, everyone loved Muggsy Bogues. Alonzo Mourning had that pretty cool fade, you know, the high top. Um, Larry Johnson was there for a while. Uh, Glenn Rice was always a real cool guy, you know, could shoot three-pointers, which was also a um, thing we all like to do. You, you had your, your, your off the bench, your Del Curry, your three-point specialist off the bench as well. They were a great team. And also the actual Hornet with those real cool fly eyes um, about dribbling the basketball, um, mm. fantastic. Mm. The modern Hornet is a disappointment compared to the 90s Hornet. Just They should just risk plagiarism and just do it. Uh, you mm. can't beat it. So sorry, Sam. Um, I yeah. think we have, we have completed our lists, but boy, do we have some honourable mentions for you. Sam, do you want to take it away by sport or do you want to just go round table? Yeah, I think, uh, I reckon it's, we could probably go by sport, I reckon. Um, that way you can just, uh, instead of one person taking all the honourable mentions. Um, mm. Should we start with the um, with the NRL? Did anyone have any other NRL? Um, uh, I thought the, uh, I believe it was St. George Penfolds. Penfold was a good one in the 90s. Yeah, I had one of those. Mm. Jersey's still very similar, but um, yeah, I like the Penfolds uh, jersey, very very memorable. I thought the Hardy Eels was 90s, but I think that's 80s. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that really, but they all, a lot of the more memorable ones from the 90s are a little bit of that legacy. Um, so they weren't necessarily 90s. Um, I yeah. really like the Warriors Super League jersey. I thought that was grass, but um, but it's not the same as the '95 jersey. Mm. Mate, share your wardrobe with me. Yeah, yeah. Pat, you, you got any? Have, have a look. But I think you just got to give a shout out to the wacky Super League era teams. Uh, all of them. Well, one of them made the made the cut here, but there was a there was a range of them. You had the Crushers, the Reds, the Rams. Um, what else did you have there? Um, but yeah, were, uh... the Northern Eagles that buried the Bears. Yeah, not not Super League, the Northern Eagles, but yes, they they uh, they, they were definitely there. Um, yeah, I actually because it was the only time they were around. Could, couldn't uh, disagree with you more, Pat. To be honest, I've said on my no Super League jersey, they were all hideous. Um, <laughs> so I've, I've written that down as staunch ARL man because uh, I was a manly fan, of course. Um, just on that the league, I've got the Gold Coast Seagulls, mm. what, like like black and white hoops. Um, really like that. And then also the Gold Coast Chargers, which were a disgraceful franchise, but also just <laughs> notable because they pulled out the teal as well. So in the yeah. late 90s, they wanted to keep the teal going. I had and a I Seagulls think, jersey. Yeah, the Seagulls was cool. Right. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, but I think also a team that everybody hated. Um, but a pretty iconic jersey. I think the sponsor was like Brisbane Pow- was it Powers or something like that. Powers, yeah. And they only started, I think, their, their first year in the NRL was 88. Um, so they're pretty iconic. Those early 90s, my first memories watching Brisbane and St. George gutted out. Uh, Brisbane beating them twice in a row. So yeah, shout out to that Brisbane jersey as well. Um, and that's, I think, all I had on the, on the league front. Yeah, should we move to basketball? Any other? Um, any other? I had the Phoenix mention? Suns. What's the best of it? Yeah, just I. I didn't do a lot of research into it, but I just it immediately popped into my head when I thought of nineties basketball. Mm, that's fair. Um, yeah, basketball I really liked. Uh, 
really like the 97, 98. I had one of these. It was uh, when Detroit had a real U-turn on their uniform and they had uh, a horse on fire on a teal <laughs> jumper. Like Grant, I've got a, I've still, I've still got it again up in, uh, in a vacuum pack. I've got a whole bunch of stuff, and I've got one of those jerseys of Grant Hills. Um, that was a ripper. It's a great shout, and I'm not a car expert, but that is not a piston. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Is it Detroit cars Ford factory Mustang? I don't know. Oh, maybe, maybe. Like, what I'm also discovering during this chat. As if it is. <laughs> What, what I'm discovering, it sounds like Pat has easily the best uh, collection of 90 sports uniforms, so we need to we need to hit, check that out because that sounds awesome. Um, I, I actually forgot one of my other basketball mentions because it's not an NBA team, but um, I certainly had written down as an honourable mention the Toon Squad. Ah, nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah very nice. good. Yeah, yeah. Nice the Dream nice Team shot. should be in there as well. I don't think I wrote that down, but the Dream Team. Yeah, it's a good shout. Sam, you got um NBA one? Uh, no, I I had Detroit Pistons. I did forget my one of my NRLs, the Penrith Panthers, Dada from '92. Just throw that in there now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got, I, I think one that would be remiss in not mentioning, as far as the '90s. I mean, a lot of te- a lot of people also fell in love with the Orlando Magic in the in the '90s. And um, mm. I know for yourself, Pat, that was that was a you know your love for Penny Hardaway. The the pinstripes were there. The M, and I think it was just a star, wasn't it? That was the A in Magic. Mm-hmm. Um, Shaq, Dennis Scott, Nick Anderson, what a, what a, what a unit that was, and um, that's another one for me. And I grew up a Lakers fan, so I'm just going to mention that Lakers one, just specifically with regards to the purple and white trim. Um, I was gutted when they got rid of that in about '99, and they just just went straight yellow and straight purple. I thought that purple and white purple and white trim always looked really cool on your Nick Van Exels and your Cedric Sabalosses um, of this world. I was just Chicago as well because they were so dominant through the 90s. Yeah, absolutely. Black Alternative Way was good, the Chicago Bulls one. Very, Ooh, very yeah. cool. Yeah, that was good. Maybe Did we'll go to yeah. other uh, American sports. So baseball, NHL, NFL. Were there any um, honourable mentions in those sports? I had nothing. No, I've got one alternative one is if you have a look through any images from uh, the Atlanta Games, the Olympic Games in 96, just any country's tracksuits. Yeah, <laughs> they're all that real swishy material that, um, you know, you can light up pretty quickly if you get too close to the heater, um, speaking from experience. Um, yeah, there's some cracking tracksuits from, from that Olympic Games if you want to have a look. That's a good segue to one of my honourable mentions um, for the Winter Games, um, specifically the um, fake 1993 Winter Games and the Jamaican bobsled uniform from Cool Runnings. (laughs) shout. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. I would have given you that if that was your number one. That's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) That's outstanding. Um, Um, I don't have any American sports, but I have American-themed jerseys if that counts Absolutely. Uh, i'd like to mention the uh, universal baseball styled pinstriped uniforms that the uh, new zealand 
provincial cricket teams wore in the inaugural cricket max leagues, um, <laughs> culminating in uh, the Max Blacks black and white version of that baseball cricket max strip that they wore when they took on the English Lions. Nice. Yeah. Uh, great max specialists like Carl Bulfin. <laughs> Was uh, Petrie real good at was Petrie real good at Max? I think Max as well. I feel like he was real good. At he was, too. but I think Wellington's best player was um, down the ground, Phil Chandler. Lefty Chandler. He? Anyway, we'll, we'll stop. We'll, we'll we'll keep the Phil Chandler chat to a minimum. For oh, uh, white uh, Phil Chandler. Uh, I had a couple. I had a couple of uh, American sports. Um, yep. Colorado Avalanche. Um, really like their jersey. A couple of NFL jerseys from 1998. The New England Patriots, shiny blue jerseys with grey pants and uh, helmet. Um, they had massive Pats logo on each shoulder pad. And that was, um, I think the Seahawks maybe take, took a few notes from the Warriors. Uh, they had blue jerseys with gr- green trim. Um, but with sil- jersey, silver, yeah. silver helmet, silver pants. Um, you know, Steve Largent. Was uh, was one of the people running around in those. He's a good man, Steve Largent. Yeah. <laughs> Who says it? Is that Gary Coleman. Uh, Gary Coleman says it to, to Terrell Owens. Steve Largent's a good man. You yeah. know Steve Largent. <laughs> That's the only reason I wanted to come on. What about soccer? Anybody have any soccer jerseys? I've got a couple. I just got. I think this is very very nineties. I've got um, the Liverpool Carlsberg sponsor mm. jersey that was real big. And I also like the alternate Arsenal yellow strip with JVC as the sponsor. I thought that was always a really cool jersey as well. So, yeah, I just love that Liverpool team with Nick Manon, Collymore, Fowler and that lot. Um, so the Liverpool Carlsberg jersey and the alternative Arsenal uh, JVC strip. Um, I had one of those, um, what are they called, uh, knockoff versions of that yellow Arsenal jersey. Yeah. Okay, yeah. um, we got any rugby? I've, I've got, got one, one rugby. I've got one more honourable mention, and it's a rugby jersey. So do I. Yeah, same. I've got a couple of rugby's. On, um, I'll start with one, and then you guys, then I'll go mm-hmm. Bob and then Sam. I've got the uh, Northern Transvaal Blue Balls, uh, Mr. Price sponsored. Uh, Mr. Price was the main sponsor. Had Blue Bulls logo on one chest. On the other chest had this weird, like Mr. Price red hat, and it <laughs> really popped with the with the blue of the Northern Transvaal Blue Bulls in 1997. So, if you get a chance, have a look at that magnificent, magnificent jersey. And just that red hat is so bizarre, but it must be something to do with Mr. Price, whatever that company was. That's great. I've got, um, and I think it's probably 96 to, I don't at least 97, maybe a little bit longer. Um, but I have definitely got an honourable mention for the county's Manuko rugby team um, with their assorted stars. Um, a little bit similar to the Citibank Bears, but uh, just, what a great jersey. Little DB draft sponsorship on there. That all the great. So Jim Coe, of course, first name that comes to mind when the nineties comes to Kansas really Errol Brain. Oh, mm. oh, there we go. 
I was really worried you were going to take my number, my last honourable mention, Bob, but you didn't. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, this is Super 12 Rugby. The Otago Highlanders uh, early jerseys, mainly blue, but with yellow, maroon and blue stripes um, across the bottom. And then mm. the resistance was the alternating small squares on the left shoulder. Like almost like a digital mm. print. I think uh, like reminds me of um, like um, what's that Brooks game? Minecraft, uh, Ro- Roblox, or Minecraft. Roblox. The one where it comes down and you got to get Tetris. the shape. Oh, Tetris, yeah. Tetris, Tetris, mm. Tetris blocks on the shoulder. They all had um, that day eh, for a time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, it's funny because those 92 World Cup ones, you look back and I just think, oh, man, I love how homogenous they are because they're all so cool. And, but the, the the New Zealand Super Rugby ones, they just were a bit weird, those early ones. I didn't really I don't like pop in the same way. Um, but my last honourable mention is a team that were the, just like crucified the Hurricanes in every semi-final, it seemed like. And they just ran, ran rings around us. Uh, the ACT Brumbies. Um, oh, yeah. That was that was a really nutty little jersey. Blue on the yeah. top, three horizontal stripes, and then a Western Reds-esque white patch in the bottom half of the jersey. And, you know, I think also the fact, yeah, Gregan, Larkham, Mortlock, Owen Finnegan. Um, they just, just every year we get our hopes up and we go over to Canberra and just get slaughtered by them every year. Yeah, that's fair. They did. It's a great jersey. I can I, I 100% picture it. And it, what I've learned from this conversation today is that Pat should probably open a 90s uh, merchandise shop and would make heaps of money. But if he was going to do that, he'd need a really good accountant. And that's oh, yeah. why this podcast recommends Accountants Plus. Get in touch with our friend Jace if you're looking for some financial advice or you're looking to start up a business or you're getting into contracting. What's that number? <laughs> five five five. It, what is the fax number? Phone what, number what is the fax number? Need Stratties to do that that ad. <laughs> Stratties. <laughs> we, can we release that in our end of year greatest hits? Are our bloopers real? A bloopers <laughs> real? Yeah, we should have a bloopers real. That's real nineties. <laughs> way too long. Way too long. Amateur hour. Um, anything else to add? I'm pretty. Oh, that was really enjoyable, lads. I'd love to hear from our, um, you know, anyone really. Uh, what they've if we've missed something off that's worth mentioning. Um, be great to know. Um, although this is a dangerous game because I spent a lot of time last night um, window shopping online, and <laughs> <laughs> I might need Jace to get me a loan. Does he do loans? <laughs> Yeah, I was, yeah, I was a bit scared up. to keep surfing. I feel like I was going to end up buying a starter jacket. Yeah, I'm very worried about um, very worried about all these rabid Illawarra fans talking to us about how do we leave the BHP steel Illawarra jersey off. <laughs> Cheers.